Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. So back when oxtails were cheap, that was something that we <laughs> ate often. Um it would always be something in the crock pot leaving before we went to church. And so then by the time we come back from church, it would be ready. So it started her making fun of me because I had never been to these restaurants like Applebee's because we cooked every night. I'm Dalia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. All this month on the pod, love is in the air and in the kitchen. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Just in time for Valentine's Day, we're kicking off a series called Couples in the Kitchen. Each week this month, we'll introduce you to a Florida foodie couple you oughta know. You'll meet folks from the food world who are dating, engaged, or married, from influencers to home cooks to professional chefs. First up, The Zest's own Alexandria Ebron. You probably recognize her name from the show credits. As brand manager for the podcast, Alex handles our website and social media. She also has her own food, fashion, and lifestyle blog called The Frugalista Life. Alex's husband, Robert Ebron, is an accomplished home cook. The Ebrons recently joined me in the studio for a conversation about the role food plays in their relationship. Alex recalls how being a hungry college student led her to meeting her future husband, and Robert shares his favorite foods to cook at home for the two of them. Then they each suggest a couple with whom they'd love to dine. How did the two of you meet? (laughs) Do you want to say or do you want to? Okay. I'll let you go. Okay, so my version, basically I met his family first, my last semester in undergrad, my car broke down. And so I called my dad, who then called his best friend, who was already here, visiting Robert's stepdad. So they came and got me. And then fast forward maybe a couple days later, so like his stepdad fixed my car. I didn't know that my dad and his stepdad went to high school together. So Whoa. Wow, small world. Very small world, because I'm like, where have y'all been in the last four years? So his stepdad fixes my car, and he's like, yeah, you know, if you ever want to come over for dinner, you're more than welcome. So being a broke college student, I was there every day (laughs) for dinner, and his stepdad would always tell me about him. Albert would tell me about Robert. I'm like, I don't know why he's telling me about this guy. Like, I'm not interested. Like, I don't care. Like, leave me alone. So then at some point we met. I don't even remember. Is he being around? Yeah, I don't really remember meeting him for the first time. I feel like I just came to your house and you were there. Yeah. Probably. And I just knew her as the girl with the USF hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> she always wore a USF hoodie that she still actually has, but yes, that's what she it. wore pretty much every day. And then, I mean, it snowballed and boom, here we are, what, 10 years later? Mm-hmm. Married for one, 
We just have a dog. <laughs> oh, you're in it now. You got a dog. What's the dog's name? And we got a mortgage. So we have that, a dog and a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Our dog's name is Benita Applebaum Ebron. <laughs> his mom, mom gave her the name. Yeah, his mom named the dog after the song. Yeah, she's she's our she's our baby. Aw. Yeah. So you got hooked on coming to hang out with Robert's family because there was free food. So yeah. That's we, totally valid. You yeah. And we would, and we would play Jeopardy. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. During Jeopardy. dinner time, we because we always ate together, and so not a lot of families do it like often. And we would do it every day in the week, except for maybe Friday, and it would always be around Jeopardy. So while we're eating. When we're finishing up eating, Jeopardy is coming on, and then we would always, that's just something we've always done. So what kind of stuff did you grow up eating, Robert? A lot of soul food. So back when oxtails were cheap, that was something that we (laughs) ate often. It would always be something in the crock pot leaving before we went to church. And so then by the time we come back from church, it would be ready. Basically, the foods that come with that, like greens and macaroni, we did that often. One of the things that actually, ironically enough, like she's big into food stuff now, it started her making fun of me because I had never been to these restaurants like Applebee's or Chili's or things like that because we cooked every night. So I never, I could probably, before I was 19, I could probably count on two hands how many times I had eaten out with my parents. So really we started that because she ate out way more than me. And these restaurants that most people have been to had never even had any food from there. So we started knocking out those places. Same with my family. We had similar upbringings. So then, Alex, what about you? When you think of your childhood and what you ate, what comes to mind? I mean, I guess similar things to what he ate. We didn't have oxtails. I don't think I had oxtails until maybe until you made them, probably. But, you know, the usual chicken, collard greens, rice, ribs. So nothing out of the ordinary. And then I was like, came to college. And, yeah, once I became an adult, that's when I started to actually go to restaurants more and go more with him, too. Okay, because we didn't even talk about your night job. (laughs) Tell us what you do when you're not working here at The Zest. Okay, so in addition to working at The Zest... I have my own blog called The Frugalista Life. It's more lifestyle, so anything dealing with food, whether it's local here in Tampa or in Orlando, where I'm from, fashion, travel. So pretty much anytime we go somewhere, I'm going to write about it. Do you two remember the first meal you ate together? Yes. Yeah. You came to my house and you made, you made me bacon. No. Yeah. What Turkey sausage and eggs. Was it? Yeah, but I, I didn't even really count that. But I, okay. yeah, I just took whatever she had in her refrigerator. I was broke, <gasps> so I didn't have it. You're like chopped. <laughs> yeah, so that's what she had and that's what I made. But we sat down at Tripp's Diner Yeah, our first Saint date, Pete. Our first date, which was like a month into us being together, we went to the Museum of Fine Arts. That was our first date. And we went to Tripp's Diner. At the time, it was still, there was only one location in St. Pete. Now they have one over here. Right. Now they have one in Tampa in Seminole Heights. That's been there for a while. Yeah, that was our first date. So she had <laughs> pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. I had breakfast, like eggs and grits or something like that. And I worked at my family's restaurant at the time, and they had barbecue. They, we, did, we did barbecue. 
And I remember just like when she ordered it, just thinking like, I can't believe she just ordered a pork sandwich. From not my family. No, not even that, because <laughs> I would steer people away from it. Not because it was bad, but it was just like, that's what they're going to default to anyways. So I wanted people to try something different. And I they always just default to a pulled pork sandwich. And that's what she did. So I was like, okay, whatever. If that's what she wants, whatever. But I do remember the food we ate that day. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Tell me about your family's restaurant. It's in Largo. It's called The Rib Shack. It's been around for a long time. And it's right around the corner from my dad's house. They do barbecue. We've we've catered for the Buccaneers, some of their like team events, some of their Thanksgiving events. Really kind of a staple on that side of the bridge. Yeah. I have a picture of him with Vincent Jackson, R.I.P. to Vincent Jackson. That's at least maybe 10 years old. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. So what should we order when we go to a barbecue restaurant if we don't want to be basic? Stay away from pulled pork just because that's what you're always going to get. But anything else, I mean, maybe if they have wings on there, do that. Definitely if they have brisket, you got to do that. That's something that I'm always going to order myself personally. But, I mean, of course, two ribs. Ribs is always good. So when you're married, you said you've been married for about a year. Mm -hmm. You got married when? July July 19th, 2022. Okay, 2022. (laughs) So maybe a year and a half by the time this comes out. You change each other in all sorts of ways, right? Of course. So in thinking about food and cooking and eating and going out, how would you say you have influenced each other? Well, at least for me, I think (laughs) for me, being adventurous was ordering like a chicken quesadilla. So, (laughs) so bad. Oh, my gosh. So, So I would say he's opened me up to eating more different things. There was one point where he was getting more interested in vegan food, and I was like, I don't know yet. And his reasoning was like, well, okay, if you try the vegan food, then obviously you can talk about it on your blog, which opens you up to a whole different audience. And I was like, you know what? You might be right. So every so often we'll eat something vegan, but definitely different foods Eggs. Yeah, eggs. I had a weird relationship with eggs where I would only eat them boiled. So, yeah, it was it was weird. So with him, I've eaten them scrambled. I've eaten them in Benedict's. I went through a phase where, like, anytime we would go out for brunch, I was ordering a Benedict. Omelets, like that. So it runs the gamut between something simple as eggs and even, I think, a couple months ago, he bought lingua tacos. So like, what's that beef tongue? Tricked her into he eating me it. into eating lingua tacos. So yeah, it's it's a lot. Okay, <laughs> good job on the eggs. Yeah. And Robert, what about you? You're eating out more probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got well, the blog. yeah, absolutely. That's probably honestly, as far as opening me up to new things, it would be just like just the concept of eating out in general, because I've cooked so much in my life, it just makes sense. For, it always made sense for me to just make food at home. And so her being like, oh, no, we can eat out. You know, it's not a big deal. So trying those different things. But that's pretty much it. Opening her up to the food because I told her that she just had to, she was banned from eating chicken quesadillas. <laughs> and I have not eaten a chicken quesadilla since maybe 2013 or 2014. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. I made a cheese quesadilla for dinner last night. Don't judge me. (laughs) Nah, as long as it's not every time. We were eating at every restaurant and she was getting the same. I'm like, you don't want to 
try anything else. Like you're okay with just that. Yeah, it was pretty basic. Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. ever cook together sometimes he yeah. does more of the cooking because he's a better cook so if he's making something for example he made thanksgiving dinner so what'll happen is he'll just make a list like a grocery list and i'll just go get the stuff so or cut stuff yeah i'm like the sous chef yeah. so i get the ingredients i prepare the ingredients his foods are requested at family gatherings nobody asks me to make anything which i mean i'm cool with but everybody's like can you ask Robert to make his macaroni, please? Ooh, <laughs> nobody's asking you to make the nobody's no no nobody's asking me to make nothing, which is again it's perfectly fine because cooking just it's not necessarily in my skill set, but he's better at it. Like sometimes I'll tell her like, "Hey, do this part of it." So yeah, I I like to get her involved in it just because I think a lot of these things aren't very hard to do, but you know it just takes a little bit of guidance maybe. So what do you think having you as the chef and Alex as the sous chef and kind of working together, cooking meals together in that way has taught you about relationships? Would you say there's any parallel there? Of course. I, I think it teaches you, especially with somebody who doesn't cook, like a lot of patience, because number one, they're not trying to follow any directions or anything, and maybe they have different learning styles. So I'll just tell them, tell Al, like, hey, just do this part of it and we'll take it step by step. And so I think that draws the easy parallel to relationships because you guys are doing it together. And and if she fails at something, then we both fail and like it's going to get burnt, you know. So I think that's the easiest one, just being patient. That's good. Alex, you have anything to add to that? It is fun when we do cook together. There have been times where he'll give me the instructions like he'll read the instructions to me and I'll do the thing and it comes out perfect maybe a couple of Valentine's days ago pasta packs yeah I got I got a pasta pack who was a guest on the Zest shout out to yes. Nick and Greg Bryan yes. brothers who run pasta packs in South Tampa love mm-hmm. their stuff yeah so I actually did a pasta packs all by myself <laughs> all by myself and it came out Perfect. And I just stood by and just yeah. made sure, like, hey, these are the parts that you might want to tend to while you're doing this. Yeah. So everything could be done at the same time and keep it all warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically, for me, just give me a recipe so I can follow the directions and let me just do it. Because, like, for him, he'll follow the recipe maybe the first couple times he makes something. But after that, he'll just start freaking it a little bit and kind of doing it, doing it his way. And sometimes it comes out the same or even better. So you're somebody who likes to have the directions. Yeah. 
or the recipe. But in marriage, there's no recipe. There no. is no recipe. <laughs> so how does that go? It's, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just me, I guess. I think just going for what you know. Yeah. Like there isn't any rules to it like you just mentioned. So do what works for you. And, you know, the recipe is more or less like a guide. But if you don't, like I'm allergic to tree nuts, so obviously I have to exclude that. So those rules, that recipe is not going to work for me. But I can sub it for raisins, like if you're doing banana bread and some people like walnuts, I can't do that. So then I might put craisins or some other dried fruit in there to sub it. Yeah, so just make it Whatever works own. for you. Yeah, that's, that's a better way to put it, whatever works for you. So if you two could have dinner with another couple— a real couple or a fictional couple, dead or alive, there are no rules. Who would you pick? You don't have to agree. You can go first. You want me to go? Yeah. Hmm. Who does food really well that I'm trying to think? As a couple? Yeah. Or just in general. I was going to say Steph and Aisha Curry. Oh, they'd be fine. Yeah. I, see, I was thinking the Wades. Cause Wade, they, Wade Yeah, because they, they they're going to have a nice selection of wine there, too. Oh, yeah. Same with them. You know, they're going to have a nice selection of wine. They're going to try the appetizers. Like, they're going to get, a, you know, maybe we don't necessarily have to finish everything, but we get to try everything. Right. So that's that's my ideal dinner. And I feel like we both follow their chef on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So that that's probably where it would be. But I, I think Aisha and Steph, yeah. because she cooks, so she even does. doing it at her house, their house, she probably would make it. Yeah. Or we can just go to her restaurant if we're in what, San that, Francisco. There's that too. Because she's got a restaurant. She's got cookbooks, mm-hmm. cookware. Her husband could teach you how to shoot three-pointers. I think yeah. her and Sadell have a wine together. Mm. So Sadell is Steph Curry's sister. Okay. Who's, I'm like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Steph sister. Curry or Steph Curry, I don't know. Um, for me... If you know me well, this is going to be, like, super obvious. I would probably say, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Okay. I, I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, that would be cool. I love be cool. that. Well, this has been so much fun. Last question. Where is the next place you're going to go for date night? Well, her birthday is soon. Yeah, my so birthday So I have, I have something planned. I can't say what it is. No, you won't tell me. No, but she's going to really enjoy it. It's very, very fancy. And I'm just trying to think of like what, what, what one of the nicest places are we what going it to? Be. How about this? I, I really want to know. So, Alex, can we say goodbye to you and leave the room? And then he tells me. Yeah. So this yeah, is sure. your this is your official outro, okay. Alex. I love working with you. You're my coworker. You're my friend. Now you're a guest on the podcast. Now again, this will be my second time. That's true because you did a documentary about yeah. black-owned restaurants in Tampa before yeah. you even before I was even here worked here. You were yeah. a zest guest. I was. Well, it's good to have you back. You know we Thank love you. you. Now please get out. Okay. <laughs> so I can okay. find out where you're going for your birthday. Okay. So I'm just gonna walk down the hall. Okay. So you don't, you don't have guys. to come back. This is your no. This is your goodbye. I'll be in the area. Okay. I'll come see you later at your desk. Yes. Okay. Where are you taking her? Okay. And, and this is on here. By the time this airs, her birthday yeah, will have passed. Okay, cool. So, ironically enough, when we, we went out, a lot of times we get these hostings, and we met this woman at Lona, this restaurant that was opening at the Tampa Marriott. Oh, you mean so, like, 
restaurants host you for dinner because she has her blog and she's yeah. writing about the restaurant. and she knows the PR and stuff. So we were in the opening, and the woman does PR for Haven Ooh. and Burns and stuff. So she was like, hey, if you need anything, like scheduling for reservations, let me know. So about a month ago, I sent her an Instagram DM and said, hey, can you get us a reservation for Burns? And she's like, usually these things are two months out, but I can see what I can do. They got us a reservation on her birthday. So that's pretty cool. So she's going to Burns. Yes. That's the top. Yeah. Can't Good husband. It. Good yeah. husband. Good work. Thank you for being married to Alex. Thank yes. you for chatting with me. This was a lot of fun. Is there anything else you want to add? No. Nah, the last word. No, nah, that, that was it. I'm happy to be able to be a part of it. Okay, well, Robert and Alex, who has left the room, thank you so much. Of course, absolutely. Anytime. That was Alexandria and Robert Ebron. You can see photos of them and how cute they are on our website, thezestpodcast.com. I'm Dalia Colon. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas and, who else? Alexandria Ebron. The Zest is a production of WUSF, copyright 2024, part of the NPR Network.